Here we go. Okay, you guys, let's do this. It's going to be so professional. Like, so professional. Here we go. Welcome to the Lab Support Podcast with your host, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians who support each other and others through comedy's wacky and whiny roads. I hope you're ready. Get set. Let's go. Since podcasts have a catchy tune, we wrote this song for Michelle and June. Clean comedians are best friends, too. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and you never know what they'll say or do. to the Laugh Support Podcast, the award-winning podcast. I'm your host, June Colson, here with Rhonda Colson, Corey's friend, Precious <laughs> Sister, Michelle with 1L, Van Dusen. Hi. Morning. Good afternoon. Hello. Oh, you How just are said you? it. You said good morning, which is what I was doing when our guest came on. And as we record this, it's after one o'clock in the afternoon. But as Michelle pointed out, that is morning for a comedian, for most comedians, yes? Yes, absolutely. And um, what's really crazy is for some reason, our clock in our bedroom, you know, it's an alarm clock, it's yes. showing the wrong time. So mm. I was up at like six o'clock this morning mm. and I'm just sitting up in bed and I, I'm like, it seems earlier than 9 30 i don't know why just feels earlier because the clock just kept you know 9 30 9 30 yes. i'm like huh so i looked at my phone i'm like oh it's 6 30 that's why so i woke my husband up and then i went back to bed he's like oh, i'm late no. <laughs> so oh fun. no oh no well listen i i can tell you honestly last night um at one o'clock in the morning uh, I got a uh, I, I got a message from Deanna Lane, who's a comedian. One o'clock this morning, like you know, used to that would not be proper etiquette to message somebody or call them or text them at one o'clock in the morning. But like in my world, that's just perfectly normal. She messaged me at one o'clock in the morning. My <laughs> sister messages me and is like, "Hey, what do you do at one a.m. when you can't sleep?" I'm outside draining my pool and ordering things from Amazon. <laughs> I'm like, that's about <laughs> right. I, at one o'clock in the morning, get a message from you about this podcast. And I was sitting up in my bed eating um, Cocoa Pebbles. So <laughs> that's just that's just a normal, like, I'm so glad that there's so many weirdos like me out there that I get to be friends with, Michelle. You included. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. Cocoa Pebbles. The, so it's the good stuff. Not yeah, like it's like fruity pebbles, but. Yeah, but the chocolate ones, the cocoa and yeah, it was, yeah, Kellogg's. No. Yeah. Okay, no, it's not the name brand. It's it's all the okay. Brand. It's not, all you right. Know, okay, you all know right. my there family never got name brand cereal. I, I hardly, didn't think so. I hardly ever. Okay, okay. So speaking of cereal, before we bring our guests yeah. on, so I was at my dad's house yesterday, and uh, my mom was, you know, she was super into the Reader's Digest, and she knew like crazy facts that like. She didn't have Google. She never had the internet or anything like that. Everything she learned, mm -hmm. she learned from books. And Reader's Digest had all these like random facts in it. So you could just yeah. have a conversation about anything like cereal. And my mom would be like, so, you know, uh, Fruit Loops, they're all the same flavor. Wait, what? 
Yes. No. No. Yeah, Google it. No. Google it. She didn't mm -hmm. have Google. She didn't even have a smartphone. She she had a flip phone no. when she died. Like there's no. she had no, yeah, they're all the same flavor. Look no, it up. No, they're not. It's all the same no. flavor. She also, she also told me that um roller coasters, because we love riding roller coasters. I'm telling you, no subject she didn't have a fact for. Roller coasters. My kids love to ride roller coasters. And she goes, you know, roller coasters were invented to distract sinners. Wait, what? Oh, like what? Yeah, <laughs> look it up. Look it up. Coney Island. There was like Coney Island. There was some cat who was like, okay, everybody's drinking in bars and sinning and stuff. I got to come up with something to distract him. And so wow. he made he made roller coaster. He he came up with roller coasters to distract the sinners. Yes, yes. Okay, and well, we okay, final because we we got we got to talk about that on another episode. Because I'm telling you what that would that would have changed church for me. Okay, what else? One more. Here's a final. Okay, I'll give you one final goofy uh, fact. Um, sloths. Yeah. Sloths can hold their breath longer than dolphins. Underwater so, or just in the air? Michelle, I don't know. I just know. <laughs> well, like uh, if they can hold their breath, I guess you could hold your breath above water and below water, right? I would think so. Oh, I'm just saying, if yeah, you're going to right. go swim, you're right. Go you're right. Swim okay. With the sloth is. Is that a, how you say the plurals for sloth? <laughs> just sloth? I'm so, I don't you know. know Swimming with the fishes. You were going to swim with the I'm swimming with the sloth. Okay. Okay. No. Yeah. And last fact. Last fact. St okay. I want you to start humming and then pinch your nose. No, you didn't close your nose. Do like a straight hum, like, and then pinch your nose. You can't. You can't. It's impossible can't to breathe. hum and pinch your nose at the same time. Well, you can okay, get like a half a said. second. Until you, if you really close it off, you're always trying to find the loophole here. Okay. So with those amazing facts, tell. Yes. Tell me some amazing facts about the guests that we have on the show today. I'm so excited. Okay. So our guest is one of the country's most sought after motivational, inspirational speakers. He is the president of the Ken Davis Productions and Lighten Up Ministries, which produce inspirational, motivational live shows, DVDs, books, seminars, and conferences that are designed to make a positive difference in the quality of uh, people's lives. His mixture of side-splitting humor and powerful insights are unforgettable and will leave you laughing, thinking, and ready to live more fully alive. He is the founder of SCORE Speaker Academy. He's an award-winning author. His book, Fully Alive, was made into a motion picture. And you could check that out on Netflix. He has over 20 full-length comedy specials on YouTube, plus a dry bar special called I'm an Idiot. Let's welcome to the, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast, Diane's husband and our friend, Ken Davis. Woo-woo! <laughs> there he is! Welcome, Ken. Welcome. It's always good when we start with our guests shaking their head. <laughs> I have uh, decided that I, uh, though I'm an idiot, I'm not enough of an idiot to to be on the show. You, you guys, me. good grief! You're Did you know that sloths eat um, Cheerios? <laughs> fantastic that would make my day for the real brand i'm just curious now i don't know i don't know 
Oh my goodness. Well, that's what you get. This is what you get for coming on the show, Ken. I don't know what you've done to be punished like this, but we're so happy that you're here. Well, I am so glad to be on, you know, I've always wanted to be on something like life support. Um, Yes. Not personally, (laughs) uh, but I really believe that it helps people stay alive. It does. And uh, yeah, and I do sell CPAPs. So life support means a lot to me. Nice, nice. Okay, yeah. Michelle says Clear. when I say it, it laugh. sounds like, yes. When I say laugh support, no matter how hard I try to say laugh, it still sounds like life support. I can't. Well, I'm going to start spelling it out, except for I'm not a very good speaker, so. Yeah. Laugh, laugh, support. laugh support. Laugh support. All right. Well, Ken, so on laugh. Yes support we like to dive in to conversations with comedians about just different people who've been um along the path of their comedy journey and who's been there to you know lift them up support them and and uh, encourage them on their you know on their path in comedy so Mm -hmm. we want to kind of bounce back to when you got started and maybe think about who's somebody who was there for you in the very beginning of davis doing yeah, think, think back like a hundred years. Do you remember? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So I, um, it's interesting. I don't, I, you got to remember that I'm old enough so that I was one of the first, um, clean comedians, mm. comedians that did a comedy in church. When I first started, there were a bunch of people that didn't think that the two could ever come together. Yes. Um, but, uh, as a result of that, I didn't have a lot of people who helped me with my comedy, but I helped. I had people who were amazingly helpful in my careers. One of the first, my career, one, one of the first people was a man by the Maurice, by the name of Maurice Templeton. Maurice was, um, he, he did cruises all over the, all over the South. And he had his boat full of people from churches and faith-based organizations and everything. And his daughter came home. At the time, I was doing a uh, high school assembly all over the United States called Nothing But the Best. And um, his daughter came home and said, Dad, you got to have this guy on on our cruise. And I ended up doing probably hundreds of cruises with this man who was so supportive. Wow. I mean, it was it was just amazing that um, he he was one of the people who went, these go together perfectly. Laughter is a perfect mm-hmm. fit for what we're doing. Another person was, and I can't remember his name, and I started too late trying to remember, so I couldn't Google him. He's known as Mr. Pickleball. And again, Pickleball? who didn't help, pardon? Pickleball? Mr. Pickleball. He's one of the Pickleball. people who first started to expand. Um, <laughs> it's a game for people who are too old to play tennis, okay? And, and yeah. he's one of the first people who expanded that. Where you stand at the wow. net and then just barely, you just barely put it over and then barely put it over and then. Which it, it's huge now. Like it, the the popularity of that game is huge now. Like here in Bowling Green, yeah. the Parks and Rec Department here are building yeah. a bunch of like pickleball courts. And like my yeah. son, who's in his twenties, is playing with his future in laws who are you know close to sixty. Like they're playing these games together. So this right. is someone who was look. That's another. My mother would have loved that fact. Right. That's absolutely amazing. Okay, keep going, Ken. Yeah, the the uh, and he was one who told me. I told him what I was charging, and he said, "Are you kidding?" And mm. he said, 
I, I've watched you perform. He said, you need to triple what you're charging. And I wow. said, yeah, but I'll go out of business. And he said, no, if you triple what you're charging, people will perceive what you're doing a little bit differently. And because you're good, he said, they will, they will continue to hire you and you won't have to go so much. And mm. he was just tremendous, just a tremendous help for me. Another person is Bill Gaither. Bill Gaither, way back in 19, well, I don't remember what it was. It was before 2000s, way before 2000s, uh, began to invite me to go on his cruises and, and be there at his shows. And uh, for years, I did comedy along with Mark Lowry. And Mark was such a good friend and such an encouragement to me. But those are the people who encouraged my career. Mm -hmm. I, I really tried hard to think of somebody who uh, encouraged, you know, helped me with my comedy. I know that John Branion has over the years. I've asked him to write some things for me, and and he did, which is amazing. They're still in a drawer. I've never used any of that stuff. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he was so helpful. He was such a support and. And uh, yeah, I've just, those are the people who in the very beginning helped build my career. The president of Group Magazine, and again, at my age, names slip me for the longest period of time. The minute this broadcast is over, I will remember some of these names. Invited me to come and speak at his national convention. And think about this, if I'm a person who does churches and youth groups at that time, uh, think about this. 2,000 kids in an auditorium along with their youth leaders. Mm. Well, there's at least 100 or more youth leaders who will see that and then want me to come and do something mm. for them. So those people were tremendously amazing in my career. And I'm making it a point now that I'm real close to death uh, to <laughs> calling them and letting them know what, what an impact they had on me. <laughs> wow. So... Um, I, I was listening to one of your specials and I heard that um, you were not like a, a very good student or you're kind of disruptive in class. And there was, um, was it your teacher that encouraged you yeah. to, to change the directory of your life? Yep. Yeah. I've got, I've got her name written right here. It was Mrs. Mm. Peterson. Um, do you mind if I tell that story? Cause she, oh, was, love to hear she that. was at the very beginning of all of this. I weighed 115 pounds when I graduated from high school. I had curvature of the bone in both my arms. I knew what bullying was before it was even popular mm. to talk about it. Mm. But I found out early that if I could make people laugh, they wouldn't hurt me. And in fact, I developed a kind of a life system around the fact that my ability to make people laugh gave me worth. And so mm. in her class, we were studying Shakespeare and there's a famous line in Shakespeare um, where he's looking at a piece of blood on his togo and he says, uh, uh, out, out, damned spot. And I raised my hand and she called on me and I suggested three or four other really inappropriate adjectives other than the D word for the spot of blood on her, on the toga. And she shut me down. And as the class was being finished, she said, Kenneth, I want you to stay after class. That's the way my name was pronounced when I was in trouble, Kenneth. Yes. And, <laughs> yes. Um, she said, uh, you're going you're gonna to miss your bus. I've called your parents. Your parents are going to come and pick you up. 
Mm. Now, back then, when your parents came to pick you up, they didn't bring uh, lawyers. They brought no. uh, weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> two by fours with barbed wire wrapped around them, things like that. And they always took the part of the teacher, always. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it would take them about a half hour to get there. She corrected papers for a while, had my desk pulled up next to hers. And when she got done, I can still picture, she's, she's with the Lord now, but I can still picture her folding her hands together like this and looking at me and saying, Kenneth Alpheus Davis, and when it's pronounced like that, I'm in even more uh, mm -hmm. Kenneth Elpheus Davis. And I knew what was coming. She was going to expel me. I knew it because I back then these words were not acceptable. Mm -hmm. They weren't acceptable. She said, son, God has given you a gift. Now she said, you're using it to destroy my class. And that ends Ooh. today. Do you understand? Wow. And I said, okay. She said, what you're going to do is you're going to, I'm going to sign you up to go out for speech and you're going to enter all the speech contests in this state. And you're going to enter them in the category humorous interpretation without nasty words. Do you understand me? I said, yes, but I can't, I don't want to do that. All my friends are walking around school in letter jackets. They have hockey sticks, um, footballs, macho things sewed into their jacket. I, mm -hmm. I said, I don't want to walk around school with a set of lips hanging off of my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And she said, oh, you will go out for speech. She said, because the alternative is unthinkable. Hmm. And so I said, I agreed that I would go out for speech. It was about that time my parents came. And I get choked up just thinking about this. When my parents came, Rather than telling them everything that went on, she said, I, I wanted you to be here. I've asked Ken to go out for speech. I would like you to support him because uh, he has an unbelievable gift. And I thought it was important that you be here to hear about that. Wow. It was the beginning. I, I won every speech contest I entered except for one where I was worried because I didn't have the right clothes to wear. Um, mm. But uh, that was the beginning. That was the beginning. I started wow. going out for plays and stuff that involved humor. And um, I'm so grateful for I can't wait to see her again and just thank her again. I did have the chance at a show one time to bring her up on stage and give her a dozen roses. And oh, I'm wow. so grateful for that. Yeah. Isn't that something? I, you, go amazing. ahead, Michelle. I was just say that's amazing. Like one person was able mm -hmm. to change the trajectory of your life, which then has affected yeah. millions of people. Mm -hmm. One I love person. That. And one sentence, son, God has given you a gift. I realized I don't have to be a football player. I couldn't play football. I, I couldn't catch a football. <laughs> um, but I could do this. And she helped me realize that I could do it in a positive way. Mm. We've had, um, uh, do you, you know, Stephen Bargatze? I'm sorry, I don't know. Stephen, yeah. uh, his Nate Bergazzi is his son out of Nashville. He's a he's a magician, and his son is is really just taken off in comedy. But Stephen's been doing um, comedy for or doing uh, a magician and comedy forever. Like he started at um, at Opryland actually, mm -hmm. and he has a story similar to that of a teacher who you know lifted him up. And then I I personally my story wasn't as sweet as yours because my teacher brought me to the front of the classroom 
when I interrupted 12 times and um, 13 was her breaking point, I guess. <laughs> she said, she said, and I knew, I knew she was going to like get on to me. I was going to be in trouble and, and whatever. And she said, um, June, I want you to know that we have taken a vote in the teacher's lounge and we believe you are the best talker at Warney's middle school. And I was like, oh, and she goes, honey, it's not a compliment. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And she goes, but listen, like what I think you don't know is you can make money talking. And then I had some sarcastic like response at like, if that was true, me and my mom would be millionaires. And, uh, and she's like, no, like radio, television, broadcasting, like all of the, and I was in middle school at the time. Uh, these are, you know, yeah. these are areas that you can make money. And I was like, oh, and she goes in, and middle school is not too soon to think about, yeah. you know, what you want to do with the rest of your life. Yeah. And the best place to think about that is in detention. And then she kicked me out of a room, <laughs> but she was super funny and she's That's in right. my life still. I go to church with this, you know, with this yeah. teacher, Miss Ross and, and man, well, we, you know, I'll, I'll be excited to get to meet Miss Peterson one day as well yeah. to be able to tell her, you know, how much we appreciate that she sent you on this path because yeah. that is that is a huge pivotal moment. So, so as you were, as you, you know, were doing all of these things and 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 doing these cruises and those um, big events surrounded by a lot of people, were there ever times, Ken, that that you felt like you were without? support or ever had a lonely moment on the road or um, anything of that nature? No, those are two different questions. Uh, I never felt like I was without support. Mm. Um, my, my wife and my family always supported what I was doing. The people that invited me in almost always invited me back. Um, the only time I felt a little twinge was with people, bless their hearts, who didn't have a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember one lady telling me I'd just done a conference, uh, a youth conference, and she came up afterwards and um, I had used an example of how it's our relationship with God that counts, not what we don't do or do. Well, I don't want to use doo-doo. I'll get in trouble for that. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, the, <laughs> You've already said damn, so we'll go with doo-doo. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what you do or don't. It, it's your relationship with God, and that affects what you do or don't. But I used some humorous but true stories. And she came up afterwards and said, uh, God doesn't need your silliness. Mm. Just stop it. And there were people like that. The, I also did magic in the beginning of my career. My high oh, school wow. assembly was magic. And a lady accused me in backstage of being demon possessed and tried to throw me down the stairs. I felt a lack of support there actually. Yeah, yeah. But, um, wow. Yeah. So those are the only times, most of the time I was so blessed with audiences that were thrilled with what happened. The people who invited me, inviting me back and sending me nice notes and things like that. So very seldom. Now, did I ever feel lonely on the road? Yes. Hmm. Uh, as both of you know, I am in what I would call semi-retirement. I still take some events, but um, I still love what I do. But right now, I have three grandchildren who mm -hmm. are here. Um, they're here almost all the time, and I want to invest in their lives. See, the mm -hmm. takeaway from what we've talked about is this. You never know when the sentence that you say is going to impact somebody's life mm -hmm. forever.
and I want to do that with my grandchildren. Uh, I told one of my grandchildren today, uh, and, I've, and by, I've been gone for much of their lives, but I told one of my grandchildren today, I'm here for you. I, I don't know what else to say other than that mm. I am here for you. Um, I had a chance to have lunch with one of my older granddaughters the other day, and we don't always agree on things. And I told her, there's nothing you can do to stop me from loving you. Nothing. Yeah. And I don't know how much effect that had, but I do know that we do have a responsibility to and encourage one another. Mm. Yes. That's really good. My, um, my parents um, were very influential in my nieces and nephews life. Not as much my kids because we moved, uh, you know, out of state. Um, but every, you know, they always had a birthday card. They always had a Christmas card. They, you know, anytime we showed yeah. up, it was always really good, but they, they did the same thing that you're doing with your grandkids that mm. they're there. So my parents have been to all of their games, all of their soccer games in the heat, <laughs> in the cold, yes. they've been to all of those things. And it, it makes a huge difference mm -hmm. um, because they are well-educated. They're well-rounded women and um, and young men that just because of the influence of the grandparents. I mean, I've, I've seen it and it's just, I, I see the difference between my kids mm -hmm. and them. And it's just, it's very, very important that what you're doing. So I just mm -hmm. want to say on, on behalf of your grandkids, thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a fill in the gap too. A lot of times, you know, there are things that my, uh, my son's not going to come talk to me about, but he might talk to his grandpa about it. Mm -hmm. He might sit down and have a conversation with him and, and be that, uh, you know, be that person. Uh, well, speaking yeah. of supporting. So have you, uh, along the way, have you had an opportunity? Because I really feel that I've only been a, able to be in your presence a few times. And I definitely have felt this uh, part of your heart, Ken, that you lay out there of, of wanting for people like me and, you know, who's, who's early in my journey and others um, that you want the best for us, that you, that you truly uh, care about the next generation mm -hmm. of comedians that are, are, are going through this. So have you had an opportunity to be life support to someone and, and help someone along their journey in comedy? Well, the um, the CCA convention that we attended, the Christian mm -hmm. Co Comedy Association, Christian Comedy yeah. Association, Association, yes. yeah, right, Association. Uh, by the way, Tom Schultz, Tom Schultz, president of Group Magazine, it came mm. to my mind somewhere along the way. Uh, but anyway, um, y yes. One of the biggest delights for me in the in the recent time is, for instance, being at that organization with all of those young comedians, and they are all young in in comparison. Um, being able to pour into their lives, uh, being able to sit, you know, over lunch with some of them, mm -hmm. um, has been just a. It's been a really really fun fun thing to do to and, and to try and encourage them yes. um and then just friendships with people where you sit mm -hmm. down and talk about real life you know mm -hmm. um where you talk about the struggles of being on the road and there are so many mm -hmm. pitfalls and struggles there and to be able to talk truthfully about that and support one another is just th that means a lot to me now i really feel that my <laughs> the gift that she talked about is to be used a lot more now by mm -hmm. 
by sitting with you guys laughing over a meal or mm -hmm. riding a roller coaster, drinking liquor. Yes, uh, yes. Or, I'm sorry. I and Cheerios and Fruit Loops and maybe with a sloth, with our pet sloth that we're about to pick up. I couldn't really resist. I just wanted to see the guy roll over in his grave. But anyway, um, uh, sitting with you guys just means so much to me. You know, being able to come and meet Michelle and be nice to her, even though she's the way she is. It just, it just has been Brutal. a delight. Yeah. Yeah. She scares me. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I had a sign in the back that said, Ken, help. But yeah. uh, she noticed it before we went live and then she made me take it down. She knows where I live. She showed up and she dropped things on my front yeah. porch one time. So I'm, yeah. I, I, did. I, I, I am a little, a little it afraid. took me a while to realize it took not very long, but it took me a while to realize that this is part of her gift. And I mean that. I don't mean that in a nasty way. I mean that this persona that she puts forward is hilarious. Yes. Especially when you get to know her and realize she she's not funny any other way. Yes. <laughs> she is boring as all get out. I'm trying to encourage you. <laughs> no, that, good that job. You're doing good. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> well, I definitely can. I've definitely seen you use your gift just recently to to help not just. Well, obviously, the CCA, I know that you being there and the talk that you had, there's I mean, I've, I've, I've got notes, you know, that are in a basket right outside the door where I was writing down things that different speakers were saying. And there was many things that like really, really touched my heart about what you said. But I had just previously got to see you perform at a fundraiser for a comedian. And you were definitely laugh support in that situation because um, our friend Bonehampton, which we've mentioned before, um, has, you know, he's, he's had some major health struggles. And it was a fantastic fundraiser it packed was. with a crazy amount of talent. Myself and Christy Condor, the twins, we just stood at the door and pretend to scan cards or, you know, people's tickets. There was no scanner. We just made the noise and made up random rules for people coming in and out. We had a fun time making people laugh before they even came in the door to sit down to lie. Like we had so much fun, but I, um, I have bought some tickets and I gifted them to some people in the area that I knew would be blessed by coming. And I'm telling you, my friend um, Yvonne and Nick after the show, were tore all the pieces about you. They saw mm. so much talent, amazing comedian. Shonda was there and Tim Hawkins and Leland Clawson and, and literally like Ken brought the house down. Mm. It was, it was so much fun. And like, that's who they wanted to talk to me about. And they're like, do you know him? Have you worked with him? And, and I, and I mentioned this to Ken the other day. I, I'm like, I, I, I got to meet him once and he kicked me. He kicked me right in my leg and um, in the shin. And it was, you know, it was, it was COVID. It was all about COVID. It was when he stopped handshaking and, <laughs> and you were being supportive. You were being supportive to our friend, Jeff Allen. We, we had been writing at Jeff's house for, a, you know, a year or so. And we had started doing a monthly uh, free thing at this little place called Lab Canna. Jeff couldn't be there. Ken, the Ken Davis was coming to fill in and kick you. And I was like, Hey, nice to meet you. And he put his foot out and I was like, this man's about, but he knew he was more in tune of what was going on in the world than I was. Cause I just, I live in June bug land. I didn't know. And so I made a joke about like how, you know, I was so excited to meet this man. 
for the first time. And then he just, he kicked me, Michelle. So I, I know he's picking on you for being mean, um, but come on, Ken. Come on. No, I, I really, I'm, I, it was a compliment. You, you did it. You had me confused for about that amount of time. And then ever since then, the first time I see you, the first time I talk to you on the phone, your email messages are filled with hatred. I love it. It is so fun. It is so fun. Well, you Michelle said different. the first time she met, because I was like, he kicked me. And she goes, oh, he must like you because he punched me right in the mouth. <laughs> No, like, no, no. Actually, actually, that's that's not what happened. Um, when I first met you, Ken, uh, it was at a CCA conference and you hugged me and you're like, I'm so glad to see you. And I'm like, uh, I think you mean Dina O'Hara because she took your <gasps> score class. She went to the thing to be a speaker. I don't know you. You're like, no, I know. I've I've watched your stuff. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so um <laughs> so so from there i'm like are you a stalker so that's why i'm like extra mean to you just to make sure you know that we got a distance <laughs> i will never hug you again ever i promise oh, you got a yeah. hug and a compliment i got kicked and um the next week the whole world shut down so that's yeah and who has and, the and career I you do so <laughs> And Ken's never asked me to work with him again. So and he didn't ask me the first time. I just happened to be there. <laughs> okay. That's how I got into comedy. I just show up. And they're like, what's she doing here? We, we love you, Ken. Just going to put that out there. Yeah. We love you. You know, uh, June said uh, I'm obligated to say that. So go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I knew. I knew it. There had to be a tag on the end. There had to be one. We love you. We love you. There. How'd that feel on your lips? <laughs> Um, uh, I, I do want to say this. One of the questions that you sent ahead of time was yeah. about advice some people gave yes. me that helped me with my career. Yes. Do we have time to talk a little yes, bit about that? that? Yes, that's yes, kind yes. of where we that's kind of where we wrap it up. Is, is the if you the got greatest advice that I got was from my first agent, who was just out of his teen years. He had been a uh, a youth pastor, and he was. He was uh, representing someone else at the time, and and I asked him if he would be interested in helping me, if he felt he could help me. And it was unbelievable. He basically the 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 basic advice he gave me that allowed me to make the kind of career that now in this period of time with the economy and everything, I don't have to worry about anything. Um, was this, you've got to get noticed mm. uh, and you've got to keep in touch with the people who've seen you. So back then I had, in the middle of my career, I had, I think it was 58,000 people on a mailing list. Now you wow. can imagine what it costs to mail those people something. It wasn't like email free, but I was able to keep in touch with them. He was the one that insisted, one of my friends had a radio show that was uh, five minutes long. The part for whoever was running it was only three minutes because it had bookends on both ends. Uh, and it only showed a nonprofit uh, Christian stations, uh, not showed, was heard. And he insisted that I take it. Well, I said, how many times a day does it? He said, it's uh, once a day, every day. I thought of the work that that would take. And of course, I'm thinking I had to sit down every day. He finally convinced me to do it. 
And from that time forward, um, I never, I, I've never had to pick up the phone and say, will you hire me? I've never had to hire someone to pick up the phone and say, will you hire me? Literally, when that was at its peak, I could go to any town where there was a radio station willing to support the show wow. and our show played and put anywhere from a thousand to 2000 people in a, in an auditorium. They, I, they didn't know who I was. I would be in the foyer. They didn't know who I was. If I started speaking, they would recognize my voice, but it was before, uh, you know, you were all over the internet. Right. My buddy, uh, Tim Hawkins, today enjoys, I'm convinced of it, enjoys the career that he enjoyed because he gave away little pieces of what he had mm. on YouTube. And he let what? people know how they could get a hold of him. It's so, so important to 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 get noticed. So and, that was um, Tim Hawkins? And, pardon? What was that? Tim Hawkins? Who's that? Tim Hawkins, yeah. Hawkins, mm. Hawkins. Hawkins. Okay. Awesome. There she goes. Okay. Write that down. <laughs> Never heard of him, Michelle. Never heard I'll of him. I'll be so glad when he watches this and gets back to you. <laughs> oh, that's so cute that you think that he's watching this. <laughs> Love you, Tim. <laughs> Michelle's been stalking him, but yeah, no, I don't think. One day, one day. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. I love that you said that 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 giving away just a, a, that oh. Tim gave a little piece away, just gave a little bit of yeah. a, a little piece away because um, I de I definitely that's an area. Speaking of advice, as I go back and forth about like. And especially newer into comedy, you know, I'm like, I don't want it to be something out there that like four years from now stops me from getting work because somebody's like, oh, she's awful. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, have you seen this, stuff? you know, this stuff that's out there? But also, I do believe that this gift that God has given us is something that that is to be given away that's at certain right. points. And and I saw you, like I said, with with um, Bone Hampton, you know, you gave that gift and money was raised and somebody's life was changed because of the ripple effect of someone saying something kind mm -hmm. to you and seeing something in you. And I think that's what we've discovered doing this podcast is that a lot of times God will put people in your life that see something in you long before you recognize oh, yeah. it, yeah. you know, for sure. Yeah. So um, the fact that you've had uh, several, you know, over, over 20 specials that are over an mm -hmm. hour long how do you um, change and how do you continue to grow and evolve your act? Because like that, I think that's one of the things that June is talking about right now was the fact that it's, you know, if we put something out, well, we only have this much material. So mm -hmm. how did you just continue to, to keep getting new material? Did you like have another kid? Like, oh, new material. Yes. Now you have a grandkid. <laughs> new material. Yes, absolutely. That's it. I went shopping, new material. I, I, I'm serious about mm -hmm. that. And you've got to remember this. You've only known me for a certain number of years at the end of my career. Mm -hmm. So I have hours of material that has developed over the mm -hmm. years. There are times now when I'm invited back to places year after year after year, and I dig back way to the beginning so that I can because I don't write material. I live material. Does that make sense? Oh, I love that. Ooh, I'm not good. a stand-up comedian. I'm a storyteller. Mm -hmm. And the stories I tell are stories that have been exaggerated so far out of reality about something that happened in real life or just what happened in real life. Mm -hmm. um, 
that I, I've been able to collect those materials and then go back. Now, I'm glad you asked that question because I think it's important, even in this stage in my life, when I am not working as much as I am, to continue to keep my eyes open for new material. I have, you got to keep your eyes open and it, it jumps out at you all the time. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. Your story about me kicking you, I forgot that. You didn't. You, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. And my ability to help people, um, I'm going to, after we quit, I'm going out, I'm going to kick as many people as I yes. can find. Just to help them yes. so that they can come up with some yes. new stuff. I mean, yeah. Headline news, Ken Davis was arrested for, for assaulting his neighbors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Headline news, Ken Davis arrested for hugging angry person. Headline yes. news. Yes, for hugging Wait. Karen. Oh. <laughs> yes. What set what set you off, Ken Davis? And he said, I just discovered that all the fruit loops are the same flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Those sinners. Somebody needs to get a roller coaster in here. <laughs> distract those centers. Well, Ken, we can't thank you enough for coming on here, hanging out with us, talking with us, and just um, being somebody that is just a great example of uh, how you can take a how gift that God people. gave you and how to treat people, how to kick people, but also how to, how to take the gift that God gave you and really bless people and, and trust him in that journey. And yeah. because of you doing that, and because people who have been your life support, um, you have definitely blessed myself, Michelle, and most recently, um, I thank you because the, the Christian Comedy Association retreat, it was because of people like you who are willing to to share that we had such a great um, so experience good. with each other and with God. And so, mm -hmm. uh, so again, we, we thank you for that, guys. We want you to check out Ken Davis. Um, you can find him. I'm going to wait until it scrolls back again. Michelle makes me read this because she knows my attention deficit. I struggle. Okay. KenDavis.com on Facebook. You can find him at Ken Davis comedy Instagram. It's Ken Davis live. He's, sh he's slowly shrinking. And, um, also at www.score, S-C-O-R-R-E training. Dot com. Those are all the places you can find Ken Davis also maybe in his town square kicking people. So yeah. just keep an eye out for him and um, and check out all of the amazing things that are available online from Ken By Davis. the way, YouTube is playing all my a lot of my stuff now. That, yes. That's another thing. You can monetize things like that, which is wonderful. Yeah. So there you yeah, go, I guys. Notice it's all on Crown TV at, on YouTube. Yep. So yep. YouTube dot oh, wow. crown or it's crown.tv, I yeah. think, on YouTube. And it's that little journey all. with my computer was my grandchildren. I just wanted, I wanted everybody. Yes, I was going to ask. Yeah. Okay, so that's, so that's your three grandbabies. And it's the same artist do these pictures. So what we're looking at, guys, yeah, is on the wall artist. behind yeah. Ken. Yeah. There are these I, beautiful I pictures. You painted Wait, you yeah. painted? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Now he's just showing off. Now he's just showing off. No, wow. I was showing my grandchildren. I am showing off. I was just showing my grandchildren. Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. How beautiful. And, the and, and so have you always painted or is this a, a new thing? Or Since I was about 19. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so guys, definitely take um, some lessons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering when you're going to get some lessons. In there. <laughs> Here's how I would picture you painting, Michelle. You reach into a bucket and you go. <laughs> Just sling it. Do you not Just like my background? <laughs> I do. But 
when the show's over, I want you to rip that down and show me what's the background. <laughs> so Michelle's background, okay. we thought was I a will. quilt, but apparently it's a, um, for those who are listening and not watching, it's apparently it's a tablecloth. But hey, so you can actually, you can actually see this podcast if you want to see the amazing pictures that Ken has done. It truly is um, beautiful artwork of his grandkids on the wall behind him and Michelle's random tablecloth and, um, and then probably my dog who's made a few appearances in the background. <laughs> <laughs> then make sure that you check us out. You can see the Laugh Support podcast on the Creative Motion Network on Roku TV. You can also see us on Vimeo and on our YouTube channels. So guys, make sure that you come in and check this out. Again, Ken Davis, we thank you so much for being here. Michelle's going to kick you to the back for a minute. We would love for you to stick around so we can properly say goodbye to you in whatever weird fashion Michelle kick you to the loses. back. <laughs> And that's it. That's it, Michelle, for this amazing episode of the Laugh Support Podcast. Thank you so much for telling Ken that we love him. Um, you know, that was important. That's important because I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how he's going to feel after being on our show today. We're going to owe him so much money. Oh my I gosh. So. I think so. But you didn't mention the swear jar when he, when he said out. No, I was only, out. See, now you, you owe to the swear jar. He does so not. So our last, our last, uh, our last guest said boozum, like boo. <laughs> so, and now we have this. I don't know if we're going to be, be able to continue to be a clean podcast with all these crazy Christian comedians. We, we might get canceled after this. This might be it. So June, I love you. I love you. So thank you for listening, uh, listeners. Hey, we have new listeners now uh, in Hawaii. So just FYI, Ooh. what, what, what do you Aloha. think? Okay. Do you think it's because of the episode where my mother passed away and I was going to put a hula skirt on her when the corner came? Do you think that's why we have Hawaiian listeners? I'm not um, sure. We'll see. I hope they send no. us an email. Oh, no. Michelle, what's our email? They can send us an email from Hawaii. What is it? The laughs up at gmail.com. The laughs so. up at gmail.com. So y'all, that's going to be it for this uh, edition of the laugh, L-A-U-G-H, support podcast. I'm June Colson. Jesus and Junebug loves you. Michelle, sign us off. All right. Little Michelle and the Messiah wanted to tell you to take it higher. What?